Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's November 23rd, 2018. I'm Shannon. And I'm Michael. How was the box office last weekend? Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, topped it with $62 million. I think that's a little bit low on expectations, and the budget is $200 million, so oh well. Dr. Seuss's The Grinch came in second place with $38.5 million in its second weekend. That's a total gross of $126.9 million. Bohemian Rhapsody took the third spot with another $16 million for a total domestic gross of $128 million in its third weekend. Instant Family came in fourth place with $14.5 million in its first weekend. Yeah, I think that was on the low side of expectations, too. And Widows took the fifth spot with $12 million in its opening weekend. That was actually below expectations, I believe. What's opening in theaters? Ralph Breaks the Internet. Six years after the events of Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph and Vanellope, now friends, discover a Wi-Fi router in their arcade, leading them into a new adventure. Directed by Rich Moore and Phil Johnston, and written by Johnston and Pamela Ribbon. It features the voices of John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman, Jack McBriar, Jane Lynch, and Ed O'Neill, who reprise their roles from the first film, with Alan Tudyk returning to voice a new character, and new additions Gal Gadot, Taraji P. Henson, and Alfred Molina. Is Alan Tudyk still going to do the bad guy? I don't know. That's all it said. New character. It's at 86%, which is certified fresh. 132 reviews. I'm looking forward to seeing this. I'm looking forward to seeing it as well. Today, also out in wide release, Creed 2. Under the tutelage of Rocky Balboa, light heavyweight contender Adonis Creed faces off against Victor Drago, the son of Ivan Drago. Directed by Stephen Capel Jr. and written by Sylvester Stallone and Joel Taylor. Stars Michael B. Jordans, Sylvester Stallone, Tessa Thompson, Dolph Lundgren, Florian Montanu, Wood Harris, Russell Hornsby, Andre Ward, and Felicia Rashad. This one's at 82. So a couple of good options this weekend, I guess. Yeah, I know the first Creed was well-received. Yeah, it was. really well, and people liked it. Sometimes uh, number twos aren't that good, but this one looks like it might be. Robin Hood, a war-hardened crusader and his Moorish commander mount an audacious revolt against the corrupt English crown in a thrilling action-adventure packed with gritty battlefield exploits, mind-blowing fight choreography, and a timeless romance. Directed by Otto Bothurst and written by Ben Chandler and David James Kelly. From a story by Chandler and based on the tale of Robin Hood. Stars Taryn Egerton, Jamie Foxx, Ben Mendelsohn, Eve Hewson, Team Minchin, and Jamie Dornan. It seems like it hasn't been that long since the last time we had a Robin Hood movie. And apparently when this was announced there were several other Robin Hood movies also in development. I don't know what's going on with any of them. But it doesn't look like... We need to see this. No, it's at 13% with already 71 reviews. That's terrible. I mean, the cast isn't... It's pretty good. Yeah. But, oh well. I don't know. I don't know what went wrong, but it looks like something did. Yep. And finally, for wide release, Green Book. 
A working class Italian American bouncer becomes the driver of an African American classical pianist on a tour of venues through the 1960s American South. Directed by Peter Farrelly, the screenplay was written by Nick Vallelonga, the son of the driver portrayed in the film, as well as Farrelly and Brian Hayes Curry. Stars Viggo Mortensen, Mahershala Ali, and Linda Cardellini. The film gets its title from the Negro Motorist Green Book, a book published from 1936 to 1966 during the era of Jim Crow laws by mailman Victor Hugo Green as a guide to services and places relatively friendly to African Americans. So this was in limited release before, right? Right, and it just really recently. Yep. I really want to see this. Wow, it's at 81% certified fresh too. Yep, I'd like to see it as well. Sounds, uh, sounds like an interesting movie. In limited release, The Favorite. In early 18th century England, a frail Queen Anne occupies the throne and her close friend, Lady Sarah, governs the country in her stead. When a new servant, Abigail, arrives, her charm endears her to Sarah. This one looks really good. It has Rachel Weiss and Emma Stone in it. It's at 96% certified fresh. Wow, that's and, really high. Yeah, I watched the trailer. It looks funny. It, it looks weird. I, I definitely want to see this one eventually, too. Also out in limited release, Roma, a story that chronicles a year in the life of a middle-class family in Mexico City in the early 1970s. Wow, 99%. Um, oh, this is the one that's for Netflix, I believe. And I guess it's, you know, they want it to be... A, a contender for like awards and stuff so they're putting it in theaters first um it's directed by alfonso Cuaron, and it's at 99 percent on tomato meter and that's 111 reviews only one rotten review and shoplifters a family of small-time crooks take in a child they find on the street this one is also at 99 percent on rotten tomatoes so many good movies coming out except robin hood except for robin hood poor robin hood um, I watched the trailer for this too, and it looks heartbreaking and sweet and funny too. Um, kind of want to see it too. All right, a lot of good options if, if you're going to the movies. Have time to see all of these movies this weekend. Any news since our last show? Some big news. According to Nerdist, General Mills is attempting to start a movie cinematic universe based on its serial monsters. Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry. They've started a website, workwithmonsters.com, and have put a call out seeking pitches from filmmakers, animators, and writers. They claim this is not a contest and say this is how it'll work. One, tell us a little bit about yourself. Two, we'll reach out to confirm your details. Three, once we've established your credentials, we'll ask you to submit your pitch. Four, an eager group of filmmakers producers, writers, and lawyers, of course, will review your pitch. Five, if we choose your great pitch, we'll work together to bring it to life. This is a crazy idea. Crazy good. I'm surprised I haven't done this already. <laughs> I mean, these are some Have great characters. Have they had anything before? There was never any, like, TV shows or anything, right? <sighs> just the commercials? Probably just the commercials. Hmm. And the thing about these serials is... Count Chocula is the only one that was ever consistently in the grocery store or the grocery stores I went to. Like, sometimes you would see maybe around Halloween, Frankenberry and Booberry. Um, but then you'd go to some weird supermarket in another state or city, and then they'd have Booberry 
and Frankenberry, and it would be a, a big uh, surprise. I had no idea about this because in our house, any sugary cereals were completely banned. We had to eat like raisin bran and grape nuts for our whole childhood. <laughs> it was terrible. But um, you, you didn't know. go to the supermarket and see them, and I mean, I don't know that I ever. I would guess I've had Count Chocula. I don't know that I've ever had Frankenberry or Booberry, but I always wanted Booberry because it was blue. Um, oh, really? So, so it was intriguing. So you never had it? I don't think so. Oh. Again, because it usually wasn't in the supermarket. Yeah, you but you only said si- sometimes you were in other supermarkets and there it was. Why didn't you get it? Because five. Thought it, you thought it had been sitting on the shelves for six months? I was five and didn't have money. I guess I didn't ask whoever I was with. Isn't that what a child's supposed to do? Give me that. So any filmmakers who are listening, uh, be sure to submit your pitches and let us know how it goes. I'm really looking forward to this. I don't know, you know, they could go two ways. They could make it like comedic or they can make it really dark, you know. It's a good thing. I don't know about that. Is the Count Chocula gonna be about him like <laughs> first murdering people and taking their blood and then decide and then realizing he really just likes chocolate? Or uh <laughs> or is it going to be a comedic from the start? Or maybe he never even discovers chocolate. I don't know. It sounds like you have some ideas. Are you going to pitch one? I don't have any credentials. I mean, I think they're looking for some real big names. I saw, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was Brian Fuller who said, you know, I've already submitted my pitch. He like responded on Twitter. So, oh, you wow. know, he'll probably you get involved com- and, can't then, compete with that. and then quit. I can actually see Guillermo del Toro come up with, like, a very interesting, dark uh, movie here. So this is, this is something to watch. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it and let you know in the coming months when we hear more. According to The Hollywood Reporter, CBS is developing a reboot of its 1990s dramedy Northern Exposure with series star Rob Morrow and creators Joshua Brand and John Falsey attached. The project would be a continuation of the show, which initially ran from 1990 to 1995. It would have Morrow's Dr. Joel Fleischman returning to Sicily, Alaska for the funeral of an old friend and reuniting with some of his former neighbors and meeting a new set of quirky characters. I mean, I I really liked the original show, so I'm kind of a little bit interested in this. Um, But I'm also a little bit saturated on reboots, so I don't know if I'll actually watch it. Yeah, I never watched it, um, but I know you've talked about how much you liked it. According to The Hollywood Reporter, John Cryer has been cast in the recurring role of Lex Luthor in the current season of Supergirl. His first show will be the 15th episode expected to air in 2019. Cryer previously played Lenny Luthor, the nephew of Lex Luthor, in the 1987 feature film Superman IV, The Quest for Peace. The worst one. (laughs) Right. This is a very weird choice. Yeah, I was not necessarily a fan of the choice before you pointed out that really he would be far too old far too to play old. Lex Luthor with the established actors who are playing his family members. Right. The actor who plays his mother is only like five or six years older than him in real life. And his sister is much, much younger. And I think we saw a younger Lex in a flashback 
who definitely didn't seem like he was that much older than the actress who plays his sister. Right. Unless, like you said, he's somehow coming back from the future. Right. I, there I is, don't see I mean, how it would make sense to have this actor playing this part otherwise. So, I don't know. We'll have there to is see. a time-traveling element, but yeah, there who is. knows? I don't Yeah. All right. We'll see. Deadline reports the Ink Factory is rebooting Roald Dahl's Tales of the Unexpected for TV and has set up a number of writers to work on the project. The company is working closely with the Roald Dahl Story Company on the project. So I never heard of the original. I think it was only on British television, Um, but it was like each episode was completely separate based on a short story of his, so they're expecting it to be something like that. But um, hopefully it will be on a network that we can watch it on because I'm a fan of the writer and uh, the kids like they've read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda and I think something else. So, yeah, I'd look forward to this as long as we get to see it. And there's no network no, or not yet. service attached yet? Okay, no. still early. Yeah. For ComingSoon.net, a few weeks after announcing the shutdown of its streaming service, Filmstruck, the Criterion Collection will be launching a new independent streaming channel titled simply The Criterion Channel with its debut set for sometime in spring 2019. Why not yeah. just rename the old one? I, I don't know. I get partners, deals. I don't know. This is, they say the difference is it's independent. I, I, I don't, I don't know. But if the film struck failed, I don't know how this could do better. It's going to be $10 a month, something like that. I'm not sure what film struck was, but I think it was similarly priced. So I don't, I don't know. All right. It's probably one we're not going to get. Probably not. Variety reports that Sony Pictures has set the dates for two of their Spider-Man universe films. An untitled Sony Marvel project will hit theaters on July 10th, 2020, with an untitled Sony Marvel sequel following on October 2nd. Variety speculates the July release may be Morbius with Jared Leto, and October may be Venom 2. According to Variety, Alessandro... Nivola is in talks to stars Dickie Moltisanti in The Many Saints of Newark, the prequel movie to The Sopranos. Moltisanti is the deceased uncle of Tony Soprano and the father of Christopher Moltisanti. In the show, the character never appears as he was murdered prior to the drama's timeline, but is mentioned numerous times. So, he didn't really look familiar to me, uh, but I guess he's been a number of... Uh, movies recently and has been getting critical acclaim he was in we were never really here um but he has been in several movies that we've seen like june bug and jurassic park 3 okay as far as i remember i don't remember specifically but he wasn't supposed to be as much of a doofus as christopher right he was like revered i believe that's true yeah Okay, that's cool. Andy McDowell, who starred in the original film, has been cast in a guest starring role in the Four Weddings and a Funeral remake for Hulu. Game of Thrones star Natalie Emanuel has been recast in the leading role originally set to be played by Jessica Williams. Oh, what happened to Jessica Williams? I don't know. I didn't see anything about why she's not in anymore. It seems like it was pretty recent that she was announced, so I don't know. That's weird. Margot Robbie has revealed on Instagram the full title of the Birds of Prey movie will be Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's quite a title. It is. (laughs) According to The Hollywood Reporter, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been given an early renewal for Season 7 by ABC. That's odd. 
It is. I'm pretty sure. I don't think the sixth season is even set to premiere until like the summer, maybe. So that is so weird. It's always been like every season has been like, is this going to be its last? Is this going to be its last? And now before season six even comes out, they've renewed it for season. Maybe they have some big idea that needs to span two seasons and ABC thought it was good. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Avengers Infinity War is coming to Netflix on Christmas Day. So I guess we know what we'll be doing on Christmas. Rebel Wilson has joined the cast of the Cats musical adaptation. Chris Pratt has entered early negotiations to star in the lead role of the upcoming Paramount Pictures reboot of the action franchise, The Saint. Oh, I mean... I saw that. Yeah, I mean, it was originally it was originally a TV series, like a British TV series. Oh, really? And then it became a movie, which I don't think did very well. We never got a Saint 2. So that's that's kind of a weird one, but... Chris Pratt is a pretty big draw these days. He is. George R.R. Martin says about the Game of Thrones prequel series, there's no King's Landing, there's no Iron Throne, there are no Targaryens, Valeria has hardly begun to rise yet with its dragons and the great empire that it built. We're dealing with a different and older world, and hopefully that will be part of the fun of the series. Yeah, I guess some people were probably hoping that we would see the Targaryens and their rise, but... I guess. Not going to happen. I mean, didn't it say something like a couple thousand years? Like 10,000 years. 10,000 years before. So I wasn't expecting it. It's practically a whole different world. And I kind of like that idea. What's new to streaming? Netflix has a new film, The Tribe. An executive turned viral sensation loses his reputation and his memory, but finds a new life with his biological mother and her empowered dance group. The Christmas Chronicles, a Netflix film. Two siblings team up with Santa Claus for a high-flying holiday adventure. A new Christmas classic from the makers of Harry Potter and Home Alone. I guess this is Christopher Columbus. Yep. Sick note. This black comedy series follows a slacker misdiagnosed with cancer whose lies lead him into an absurd web of secrets, blackmail, and suspicion. The Last Kingdom, Season 3. Trevor Noah, Son of Patricia. Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Gauntlet, Frontier Season 3, and the only items that are not originals worth mentioning were Hero, Dreams of Sushi, and The Pixar Story. I've wanted to see that one about the sushi for a long time, I and I'm pr- I, th- I didn't realize it had gone off, but uh, I mean... What was problem it on is before? it's subtitled. It was definitely on Netflix at some oh, point. Oh, it was on Netflix and then went off and then came back. I guess. Well, here's your second chance. On Amazon, Pete the Cat holiday special, oh, prime we need original. To watch that. We do. Creative Galaxy holiday special, prime original. Little Women season one, and Wild Kratts, Creatures of the Deep Sea. Hulu got Sorry to Bother You. I really wanted to see that. HBO got Pacific Rim Uprising, the season premiere of Sesame Street, it's its 49th season, and the series premiere of My Brilliant Friend. Stars got Inside Out and Monsters University, The Rider, and Iceman. Oh, and just for today, Black Friday only, the Lego movie will be free on YouTube. YouTube also made some deals with MGM for a bunch of movies for YouTube Premium, so they're getting more content on there. On disc this week, Crazy Rich Asians, Blind Spotting, Little Italy. And on digital, Mission Impossible Fallout. So last week we ran a poll. What was the best Harry Potter movie? Prisoner of Azkaban won with 50%. Then The Deathly Hallows Part 2 and with 42%. 
Half-Plug Prince came in third with 8%, and Goblet of Fire did not get a single vote. Nobody liked Goblet of Fire. I guess not. I guess there were some pretty strong opinions on... Azkaban, yeah, was very much loved. It's yeah. not the highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes, though. I definitely couldn't tell you what happens in Goblet of Fire or Half-Blood Prince or what the difference is. I don't is. remember either. So for this week's poll, we're asking which General Mills serial monster do you most want to see a movie made about? Count Chocula, Frankenberry, or Booberry? What, what is Booberry? I get the other he's, two. Are you kidding me? He's a ghost. Oh, he's a boo. ghost. Of course, Boo. Duh. Um... Yeah. I don't know. Again, as our early discussion, there was a lot of fascination uh, with Blueberry. You know, even though I never had the cereal, he was blue. So I guess I would go with Blueberry. I think you saying he was blue threw me off because I picture ghosts as being white. Well, then you wouldn't be able to see him because uh, the background is white. Why don't they make the background another color? Does he look like the standard ghost with like a sheet? Uh, yeah, I think eyes? so. But he's blue. I think he has a, I think he has a mouth too. He's blue. I gotta look at a picture of him. I guess I would go with Booberry because I know the story. I know. I mean, Count Chocula and Frankenberry. They seem like I don't know. Seems like Booberry could go in a lot more different directions. So let us know what you think, and we'll discuss the results next week. Daily Show Pod on Twitter. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Blueberry is apparently blueberry flavored. Oh, I get it.